Welcome to the War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and bring you an episode of New World A Coming today. Uh, I should caution in advance that while this doesn't have any uh, thing we haven't heard before, it is probably a bit more intense than many of our previous uh, episodes. And the language isn't more coarse in terms of different words used, but uh, there's probably more of it. So just a caution for listeners concerned about that. But uh, with that caution out of the way from uh, New World of Coming, here is the uh, closing episode of their 1944-45 season. The Wind at My Back, original air date, May 27th, 1945. With the sweep and fury of the resurrection, there's a new world a coming. Today, WMCA, in cooperation with the Citywide Citizens Committee on Harlem, presents the final program in this series based on the theme of Roy Otley's book, New World Coming, and devoted to the contribution of Negroes to American life. Our story today stars Canada Lee and Juan Hernandez in The Wind at My Back, written by John Farley, produced and directed by Mitchell Grayson. This is the story of Sergeant William Makepeace Strawberry, the story of a Negro's part in the fight against the Japanese enemy, the fight for his own freedom in America. The time, May 1945, the place we walk on the island of New Guinea, some 100-odd miles north of Australia. The setting... Some of the rottenest terrain an army ever had to fight through. Dense jungle growth, backing up to the high mountain slopes, then falling suddenly into swampland. The sun's been down a couple of hours, but it's still plenty hot. The characters? Well, listen for yourself. Some war. We take a shot at them and they take a shot at us. It comes night, everybody goes to bed again. We ought to go up and clean them out ourselves, Willie. You better quiet down, Sarpy. One of the boys is going to fling a shoe at you yet. Oh, we need some life around here. When are they going to send us in, Willie? When are they going to stop parading up and back with their white flags? Look, there can't be so many up there. Send down the same damn Japs every time. The same damn Japs still leading them, Sarpy. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> look at this place. Just look at it. New Guinea. Fair island of the South Seas. Yeah. Come to Weewack, city of romance, and lose your heart under its beautiful skies. Come see its lush flora and its fauna gallivanting over hill and dale. Yeah. And be outnumbered by its darling mosquitoes eight million to one. Yeah, Weewack, my old hometown. Ha, ha, ha. Better be quiet, Sarpy. Better take care. Yeah, Sarpy, before somebody raises a nice lump alongside of one of your big ears. Quiet down. Ah, shut up, Tex. Plenty of time for sleeping. Well, then let's have some of it, will you? Uh, hey, 
How about it, Willie? How many Japs up there? Plenty. A hundred? Maybe. Maybe more. And why in Pete don't they try to break out? Maybe they're afraid. Maybe they don't know there's only 20 of us down here. Yeah, maybe. Hey, Willie. Look, you're a smart guy. What is this all about? What's what all about? I mean this. Why'd they stick us out here in the middle of nowhere? What's New Guinea got that we want so bad? You got me. I don't know. Then why don't we lay them out of here quick while we're getting as good? Why, those little Japs must outnumber us three to one. We're going to stay here till they pick us off one by one? Orders are orders, sir. Sure, sure, sure. But what are our orders? Does anybody know? Do you know? Do I? Do any of the boys know? Uh, nuts. What am I complaining to you? You're in the same boat as I am. I'm telling you, Willie. Look, if something doesn't break soon, you're... Ah, jumping jelly beans, but I wish I was back in old M.O. M.O.? What's that? Missouri. M.O., that's where I'm from. Where are you from, Willie? Harlem. Harlem? You mean Harlem, New York City? Well, I didn't ever know there was two Harlems. Well, say, that's all right. How long you lived there? About three years. Came up from Raleigh, North Carolina in 42. You born in Raleigh? Uh-huh. Grew up there. Grew up fast, too. Yeah? What'd you do in Raleigh? Worked in the tobacco fields. Ah, you're kidding. No, I ain't. When I was ten. I didn't make so much, but when you're poor, every little bit helps. Yeah, it sure does. I met good people out in the fields. Gave me things. Yeah. Talked to me about how fine it was for black folks up north. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it plain. Susan Collier. An old Jefferson story. Jefferson story? Huh? Yeah. Now, there's a real name. Old Jeff story. Yeah, he was a real kind of man, too. Sometimes he'd take me around back of the drying sheds and we'd find a cool place to sit. He'd give me some of his lunch. We'd sit there in the shade just talking about whatever came into our heads. Yeah, boy, have another piece of honey, do you? Thank you, Mr. Story. Eat it slow, slow, Willie Strawberry, you... You liable down yourself. I'll eat it slow, Mr. Story. Yeah. Willie Strawberry. That's an odd name, Willie. Oh, that ain't all of my name, Mr. Story. My whole name's William Makepeace Strawberry. William Makepeace. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny one. What do you do? Get into fights all the time to get the name Makepeace? Oh, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> How you come to get a name like that, boy? My mama. She get it from a book. One day a man came around our place toting a sack of books. He said he got a fine book from a ma, a fine book by William Makepeace Stackery. He said so many times, a ma get tired of hearing him, and so she go ahead and buy the book. She did, huh? Yeah, she did, too. A pa, he take on Penny when he hears about it. He say, what time she got to read a book with all the work she got to do? My pa, he says, we got no time for books, not yet, anyway. <laughs> He's right, too, your pa. What did your ma say to him then, boy? Oh, no, she don't say a word, not even a peep, but she kept that book. She kept it a long time. Then one night, she just wait to pause in bed, and she come to me when I'm asleep, too. And she slips it under my pillow. Mm. William Makepeace Thackeray. <laughs> sure is a funny name. Yes, uh, real funny name. You uh, named after him, huh? He's a good writer, boy. I don't know. Never did get to read that book. But he got to be a good writer, I guess. Mm. I see that same book in the library once when we go to town. Library don't keep nothing but good books. Yeah, you're sure right, boy. Yes, sir. Sure right about that. 
sure sounds good. Mm. See, if I ever saw one right now, I'd... Mm. Yeah, sure was good. Hey, look, um, how about Harlem, will you? Is it really as big as they say? Harlem? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Little place, real small. They sure crowd a lot of people in there. Live in old fire traps with cracked walls, leaky roofs. Yeah. Sometimes live six in a room and pay high for the living. Six in one room? Oh, you're kidding. No, I ain't. Six in one room. Sometimes three and four little kids in one bed. No. That's bad. Well, how come they don't move out, huh? Why don't they go out in the country and live? Harlem ain't Missouri, Sharpie. I'll say it ain't. It don't sound like much of a place to me. Look, where, where'd you live, Willie? Some folks take in? No, I got a place. Took a room by myself. Nice? No. Rain come in the roof. Floor was most times damp and cold. Old kind of a lamp hung down from the ceiling because the light bulb was smashed. <laughs> I think I'll never forget the first time I walked into that room. Had my old suitcase under one arm, big pile of books under the other. Old man Weston, the landlord, was right behind. Just drop your stuff in the middle of the floor, son. Won't do you no harm. Say, read all those books? Some. Gee, it's pretty dark in here. Uh, I'll get you a new bulb. Yeah, I'll need that light. Roof leak? Uh, most of them do, boy. This one ain't so bad as others. Not a very good bed. You could put my books over there. Mm. Hey, where do I wash up? There's a closet down the hall. Any place to hang my clothes? A mm, couple of nails over there behind the door. I'll bring up some hangers later. Yeah. Cheese cold in here. Well, if you ain't going to take it, suppose we just forget about I'll it. I'll take it. Here you are. Five, six, seven dollars. Eight fifty, boy, eight fifty. The ad in the paper said seven. Not this room. Eight fifty. Well, I ain't got all day, son. I'll take it. Fifty, seventy-five, eight, eight fifty. Hmm. I'll get you a new bulb. Oh, another thing. Better hide it away when you go out. Things disappear around here. Oh, that guy was a killer, wasn't he? <laughs> I bet ten bucks you didn't stay in that old place long. I stayed two years. Then the army looked me up and said, Willie Strawberry, son, we need you bad. Come down and take the oath. <laughs> Can't win the war until you... Hey, what's up? Listen a minute. Sounds like planes. Yeah. Jumping jelly beans. Did you ever see it to fail? Shut up a minute, Sarpy, and listen. Could be some hours, you know. Could be, but it... Shut up, Sarpy. How about it, Tex? Going away again. Going south. Yeah, that's what I thought. Something else, though, Willie. Now what? Listen to that gunfire a minute. A lot of crazy Jap shooting at nothing. Maybe so, but they're getting closer. Listen off that way. Ain't nothing new that I can hear. You know what I think, Tex? I think you're getting a jungle jitters. Yeah, maybe you ought to go lie down somewhere. Sarpy. Sarpy, did you get hit? No, no. What do you suppose got into the... Sarpy, you okay? Sarpy, get down, Tex, before those Japs plug you, too. Those guys are suicide nuts. I don't get it, Willie. Why didn't we hear them coming down? We were too busy telling each other what a dull war it's been. Bury it, Tex. I guess. How about that radio text? Think you could get it going? 
Maybe if I could get up there. Wonder why the guys are so quiet. Yeah. Sam! You, Sam! Crazy fools. Why don't they answer? Think they Sam! Got... You think they got them all? I ain't thinking at all, Tex. That was quite a loaded lead they threw. Want me to go up and see? No. No. You ain't going to be no clay pigeon, Tex. They'll pick you off before you get ten yards out. No, you stay here. We're going to hold them off as long as we got bullets. You stay here. We're both going to stay here. Willie. No. Willie, you're doing wrong. You know you're doing wrong. Shut up. Willie, you can shoot me if you want to, but I'm going up there. Yeah? I'm going up and take a look at the boys. Maybe there's something I can do. Maybe they're not all... Maybe some of them are still alive. What do you say, Willie? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe you better, Tex. Okay. Keep undercover, Tex. Crawl all the way if you have to, but keep undercover. Right. You keep that gun going, yeah? Uh-huh. Heads up, Tex. See you soon. And watch those bushes in front of you. Right. What's keeping that guy? Ain't more than 50 yards to the camp. Gosh... It's quiet as a graveyard. Maybe they're all dead, too. Maybe we got all those Japs up there. Tex! They got him! They got him sure as I'm a stuck pig! Tex! Can you hear me, Tex? Tex, answer me! Willie! Willie, stay back! Stay back! I'm okay here, Willie! Tex! Tex, answer me! Tex, you fool! I told you to stay under the cover! I told you! off like I was fat chicken, huh? Want to turn me into worm bait like all the rest. Yeah? Maybe you are and maybe you're not. Just let me get this gun off. No. No. Yeah? Maybe you are and maybe you're not. Yeah, that's it. Run! Run! Maybe you get away. Sure, maybe you get him. Maybe you get him. Yeah! Quiet now. Tex. Where are you, Tex? I can't see in this. That that's you, Tex? My God. Tex is dead. Keeps them together. Glue, where's that gun? Uh, no. I ain't gonna miss this time. I ain't gonna miss. 
Put up your hands. What? Who? Who is it? America. Put up your hands, quick. My arm is broken. My leg was hit. Shut up. Move away from that gun. Move back, I said. Ah, I assure you I have Shut no... up. Shut up. Turn over. So, you see? Nothing. I am your prisoner. Prisoner? Yes. You you think I'm going to take you in, huh? You, you must. It is the law. The law, huh? Maybe, maybe I didn't hear you call out, Nagasaki. Maybe you were dead when I got here. You, you mean you will let me stay here and die? I'm thinking about it, mister. Then why not shoot me? Have it over with. I've been thinking about that, too. You, you killed all my buddies back then. No, no, don't shoot. Any more Jap patrols out, Suki? Speak up or I'll put something else in your head. My name is Sadi Matsumoto. Lieutenant, serial number 468825. Otherwise, I know nothing. Yeah. Rank and serial number, and that's all, eh, Nip? Stand up. You heard me? Stand up. Walk. Straight down the hill. American, I cannot. I, I, I cannot go on. Now sit down. Rest a while. My leg. Who do you think you're kidding, Jap? Are I kidding? Sure. The bullet only nicked you. But my arm. Now it... Shut up, Nip. Stop your belly aching. You're going back if I have to drag you. Yes. May I? May I have a drink, American? Drink. Yeah, go ahead. But try any of your tricks, and there'll be a body floating out there in the morning. Stay there, you. Lie quiet. Jabs. More jabs. Head in this way, too. Get into the water, you. Go on. Go in. But the current is too strong. Hold on to the riverbank. Don't let a peep out of you. We're here. Not a peep. Daddy. Listen. If you open your mouth except to breathe, so help me God out of... Help! Help! Toro, this way. Toro. But I tell you, Miyazaki, it was Matsumoto's voice. I hear it plainly. You always hear things, Toro, and always no one is there. But I hear it plainly. It was cry for help. You heard someone then? Oh, now where is he? It came from this way by water. Huh? Sadi! My friend, Sadi, where are you? Sadi! Yeah, perhaps he is taking a bath, Toro. Sadi! It was a fish Sadi. you heard. I tell you, it was a fish you heard, Toru. Sadi, where are you? Come away, Toru. No one is there. Come away before some fool of an American hears you. Sadi! Man, that was real close. Another ten seconds. Gone, all right. Okay, Nagasaki. Get your head out of the water and let's get going. Hey, Nip. Come on, soldier. Snap out of it. Hey. Hey. Dead. You fool. 
damn fool. Couldn't be quiet, could you? No. It'll be quiet now. Yeah. The uh, whole lot of you? The whole outfit? The whole. All of us, sir. All except you? Yes, sir. How come they didn't get you, too? I don't know, sir. They sure had me pegged down. Get any prisoners? Prisoners, sir. That's what I said. No, sir. Couldn't you capture at least one of those... I had no prisoners, sir. Mm, I see. No prisoners. Well, I suppose you'll be... want to be assigned to a new platoon. Let me see now. Hmm. Tell you what, Strawberry. Why don't you hit the sack for a couple of hours till I find out where you can do the most good? Thank you, sir. I could do with some sleep. Hmm. I imagine you could. Here. Go out this way. Thank you, sir. One man back out of 20. They might just as well have been rabbits. Well, can't win the war just by thinking. Johnson? Oh, Johnson. Yes, sir. Bring in your folder on new assignments. Yes, and, sir. And Johnson, bring your notebook along. I want to recommend Sergeant William... Uh, wait a minute now. I get the name right. Yes. William M. Strawberry. I want to recommend him for promotion to staff sergeant. Yes, sir. Hmm. William M. Strawberry. Wonder what the M stands for. And so ends John Farley's radio play, The Wind at My Back, starring two of the outstanding actors in the entertainment world, Canada Lee and Wando Hernandez, in WMCA's radio series, New World Coming, produced and directed by Mitchell Grayson. Today's program was the final broadcast for this season, and at this time, we wish to present the co-chairman of the Citywide Citizens Committee on Harlem, co-sponsors of this series. Ladies and gentlemen, Assemblyman William T. Andrews. Friends of our radio audience, William Makepeace Strawberry, hero of the story you have just heard, an American Negro fighting against fascist enemy in the Pacific, is like hundreds of thousands of other Americans, white and Negro, who are ready to give their lives to preserve democracy and peace and destroy fascism and evil throughout the world. Negroes are a part of America, and America is a part of the world. We are not divided, neither as a people nor as a nation. These programs of the New World Are Coming have dramatized that fact forcibly, dynamically, and truthfully. On behalf of the Citywide Citizens Committee, under whose auspices these series have been given, I wish to express thanks and appreciation to Mr. and Mrs. Nason Strauss and to the station WMCA for sponsoring these broadcasts. We wish also to thank Canada Lee and Mike and Mitchell Grayson, producer and director of these series, all and all those who have contributed and participated in making the series a success. You know, they have won seven national awards for outstanding public service. The Citywide Citizens Committee, under the leadership of Algernon D. Black and others, in the, near, in the nearly four years of its existence, has done much to reduce the prejudices and injustices to its Negroes in the city of New York. The committee endeavors to bring to the public information concerning conditions and causes of prejudice and injustice to Negroes and to acquaint responsible individuals 
and groups, governmental and non-governmental, agencies, organizations, institutions, unions, as well as the people themselves, with the information and the proposals which the committee deems necessary to carrying out the constructive program to ameliorate, to ameliorate and eliminate undemocratic principles. One means of doing this is by conducting each year a citywide Harlem Week. Today begins our fourth Harlem Week. It will continue through June 2nd. During this week, there will be public meetings, private conferences with city officials as well as radio broadcasts and reports to the press stressing needs in the field of health, housing, employment, education and recreation, crime and delinquency, and consumer problems. The first public meeting will be held tomorrow night at Town Hall, at which the Honorable Irving M. Ives, who led the fight for passage of the Ives-Quinn Fair Employment Practice Law in the state, will be the principal speaker. Thank you, Mr. Andrews. Next fall, a new and even bigger program called New World Coming will return to the air. Your announcer, George Willard. This is America's leading independent station. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, kencurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.